Hi, it's Michael Kerr here, presenting Small Business Banter. A healthy micro and small business sector means a successful economy and a more vibrant society. Small Business Banter is about helping regional business owners better prepare for current challenges, but also for the next stage of business success. I'm Michael Kerr, founder of Kerr Capital, advisors to business owners. Each week, I interview a fellow small business owner or an expert, and they share their stories, their lived experiences, the wins and the losses, and their best advice to help you, the listener, get the most you can from your own business. Small Business Banter is brought to you from the studios of 104.7 Gippsland FM and is heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And thanks also to Kerr Capital, supporters of the show. Welcome into another edition of Small Business Banter Community Radio and Podcast. I was driving through Yass uh, about six or eight weeks ago and um, I met Daniel Newhouse, who's in today, uh, chatting with us about his coffee roasting and retail business. I had some a uh, couple of great espressos there. So, uh, welcome in, Daniel. Ah, thank you very much, Michael. It's good to be here. Yeah, it was it was um, kind of fortuitous that we bumped into each other yeah. over, <laughs> over a coffee, and we got we got chatting about your business, and um, and I, I was really keen to 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 have this discussion with you and and get you to share. Um, you know, like a, a, a really interesting uh, start to the business and, um, you know, grow, high growth and um, and then all the challenges that all small business owners face. And I think sometimes it's great, you know, to share those experiences, the good, the bad, and the, uh, a, amongst the small business community to, you know, keep everyone uh, motivated. So, um do you just want to give us a little bit of, uh, you know, the names of the of the the businesses that you have and what you do, you know, day to day in in that lovely cafe in Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, have uh, run run two two businesses that are uh, very connected, but also a little bit separate. Uh, our uh, six eight coffee roasters is um, yeah the first business that I, I started uh, about nine years ago. Um, and that's uh, we roast coffee. Yep. Um, and then, uh, sort of out of that, uh, started a cafe uh, as, a, as a partnership with uh, two other businesses. Uh, and that cafe is called Trader and Co. Um, and yeah, but have been the sole proprietor of uh, the cafe for the last eighteen months. Um, so yeah, right. yeah. And you've got a uh, you've got a beautiful space. Uh, how many square meters have you got in the the you know the Ah, yeah, I'm really bad with space. I think it's about 400 square meters. Uh, I probably should know, but yeah, I think it's about 400. <laughs> it's beautifully appointed, and and you roast your roasting equipment's out the back. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what was the um, 11? Was it 11 or 13 years that you've uh, since nine, you kind of nine keep, years ago? We started nine years. Yeah. Okay. What yep. What did you do? I, I really want to focus in on you know what the businesses are today, and mm. but. Um, what what did you do prior to jumping into a coffee business? Um, yeah, yeah, no. The origin uh, of of our, especially the coffee business, is quite dear to my heart. Um, and uh, yeah, before uh, starting roasting coffee, my wife and I were working uh, in missions, in Christian missions. Um, uh, most immediately before we were in Sydney, and that's where I actually started roasting in our our spare bedroom there. 
Um, and But, yeah, we'd spent some time in uh, Vanuatu and Thailand and Brazil majoritively um, and, yeah, working with um, communities and, and slums and, yeah, just kind of um, uh, underprivileged people. Um, and, yeah, and so the... Uh, the coffee roasting business came out of here yeah, very much a desire to um, be able to help make a better world, to be able to, um, uh, I guess, sow money into some of these areas, uh, specifically uh, into like child sex trafficking um, and prostitution. Um, yeah, that was, that was sort of definitely a big motivation for, for starting a business. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's where Six Eight Coffee Roasters came out of. And so in those in your travels, you you something twigged, particularly with the way um, coffee was um, farmed and harvested that you came back and thought there's got to be a more ethical, fairer way to source here in Australia our, our coffee. Is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so if, you know, there's a, you must have seen a lot of things that you know were troubling, and um, but the, for whatever reason that this you know this came to you, and so you came back to Australia and thought we can, um, and as you still do today, is you know you some of your profits from or, or revenue go to particular causes, yeah, 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 um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so your wife and and you so and then you started roasting in your bedroom. That must have you must have had the window open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We lived in a uh, in a sort of a, a complex uh, of units, and um, yeah, all our all our neighbours like someone burning the toast. Like, what's going on? Where does that smell? Uh, and no, that's high grade coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we yeah. eventually educated them into uh, you know that smell being a, a good smell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and now and now uh, that that smell wafts throughout yes yeah well it's part of the you know the experience of you know for coffee lovers to yeah. to smell and and look and uh yeah so you you saw right uh, you, you know you saw things you, you wanted to do something and and you hadn't had any coffee experience prior no no not at all <laughs> no no okay was it wasn't even um, particularly uh it was probably in brazil that i really became a big uh coffee lover uh, of course, yeah, coffee is is life in Brazil, really, um, and uh, yeah, that was where I really, yeah, I, I guess, got passionate about coffee, um, but also really started to see where um, uh, there was just yeah a lot of exploitation in 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 that industry, I guess, in coffee and in cocoa and cotton. Um, started to really get yeah, come to to understand yeah the exploitation that. that you know, majoritively went on in those industries and just thought, oh, yeah, it's got to be got to be a better way. Yeah, yeah, and and part of that better way was to to inform and educate your customers that yeah, yeah. by saying we're sourcing yeah. more ethically and yeah, but also how how far forward does you know when when someone's buying your coffee, but because you've got a you've got a basically a, a wholesale commercial business that you roast coffee and you. You wholesale it, and yeah. and you also sell you know sell it into the cafe Trader and Co. Yeah, which is at the front. Yeah, so we've got our, our retail and customers, and then also I, I guess yeah, it's quite uh, you know it's really nice to be able to engage with our, our consumers as well. Um, so I guess you know I get to personally, you know, when I'm working on the coffee bar, serving coffees and serving our customers, I get to yeah really personally engage with our customers on that level as well and um yeah when they're buying coffee beans but also when they're buying coffees 
right. So how, how do you how do you port? You know, how do you tell customers that they're contributing to that? You're making a difference. Yeah. Um, so I guess you know, very very uh, simplistically, uh, we we give one dollar from every kilo of coffee that we sell um, to uh, organisations that are working um, to prevent, uh, rescue, and rehabilitate uh, yeah, children from uh, sex trafficking. Right. So the, it's it's um, it's made clear that. You know, a certain percentage of this revenue goes into these causes. So, yeah, you know, I, I guess so that I'm, uh, in a way, you know, maybe a little bit proud about the, I guess, the model that we've come up with. That it's not um, a percentage of profits. It is literally like when when you buy a kilo of coffee, one dollar from that kilo goes goes directly into into that cause. Um, I, I guess I and I, I made that decision very early on because I felt there was a lot of fudge room with percentage of profits sure uh, is. because you know as a director of a company where you can choose how much profits left over at the end of the day really um you know, there's a lot of flexibility in that um and uh there's definitely stories of you know companies that say they give 10 percent or you know one percent even or whatever but actually you know after after they've been to their tax accountant and then that's, reduced that's it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so um yeah so that that's i guess that yeah that comes out before profit yeah um it is a yeah an actual just you know yeah. dollar figure that comes yeah. out before profit it's very tangible um and yeah yeah so i guess that's a very tangible thing yeah, uh, that, yeah. That, that happens, it's very clean uh, that, as well it's a, you know it's yeah. a, it's a royalty almost you know that yeah. you know when someone buys pays whatever they pay you know some of that goes on uh to to something that um you know supports the causes that you, you you're championing so yeah yeah very very clean you and we were just chatting before and that you know there's social enterprise as a as a model has emerged been around for a long time and it's called different things but certainly social enterprise the last 10 15 years has just exploded and yeah, so um, it, it, I think it's um, yeah, it's a it's cr- it spurned a lot of people doing a lot of great things, but you know, as you say, it's um, it can get a bit f- fuzzy as to you know what is or isn't a social enterprise. And I think you've kind of taken a view that you're uh, more you self-described as a business with purpose and a very clear. Um, pattern or a very clear mechanism for, for supporting the causes that you nominate? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, um, uh, so we currently uh, support three, um, uh, I guess they're, they're charities, um, but organisations that are, that are working on the ground um, and two of them we, we actually worked with in our, in our time uh, in missions, uh, one in, in Thailand and one in Cambodia, and so we yeah, worked with those organisations um, they're very much working the the prevention space, um, so they're sort of identified the the poorest kind of uh, villages where um, uh, children were being kind of sent from and ending up in the cities as uh, as prostitutes, um, and uh, yeah, sought to actually to to go there to to work with those families and and try and um, I guess work out what those those problems were that were were meaning that um, you know parents felt that they uh, you know, they're either being tricked or, or willingly uh, sending their children off to the city to, you know, to, to earn money in uh, fairly nefarious ways. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's a, it can be a, a long way away 
physically, but also, you know, emotionally, it, it's, you know, it's very easy to just focus on your own life day to day. And, you know, so this is, you know, something that, um, you know, everyone can, you know, you make them a little bit more aware of and, and, and feel like they're directly supporting them. It's, it's, um, yeah. So it's a great thing you do. You know, and we're going to get to, you're also a small business and you also have all the, yep. <laughs> the challenges and excitement that goes with that. But, um, as, as a, as a business that's got a very clearly stated purpose, how, how's that helped the business and particularly how's it helped you and your wife as the founders? Um, oh, look, I, I think, in a way, it's probably uh, just really shaped the way we do business. Um, I wouldn't necessarily, yeah, I mean, financially it probably hasn't really helped. It's, you know, probably easier to turn a dollar just uh, uh, not doing the right thing necessarily. Um, well, just doing the normal thing, yeah. Yeah, or the normal thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so not, yeah. So not the right, not right yeah. thing, but just doing doing the normal thing. Yeah. But I, I think also I, I before starting our business uh very much had a view of business as being uh, a really bad thing that you know that businesses were were you know all businesses were just out to you know reap the world and exploit exploit people and, and all that kind of stuff and there was no good in business and um uh, yeah i don't know what it was particularly but something you know yeah, slowly over time before we started the business I, I you know started to see actually that there was uh, a lot of power in business to do good, and um, uh, so I guess that was yeah part of also the foundation of of us starting was seeing that that business can be used as a force for good, and so yeah um, yeah yeah I guess that that's kind of just shaped every decision that we make and and uh, the the way in which we do business and the way we um, you know even the, the interactions the way we treat our staff and our customers and, and all those things um, is really shaped by that you know, idea that business can be used to to do good. On today's edition of Small Business Banter, community radio and podcast, chatting with Daniel Newhouse from Yas and from 6-8 Coffee and Trader & Co. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a, uh, a, a, you know, like a trade-off there. Um, you, you said it does cost money. The money is a, mm. that you donate is a, you know, straight out of um, your straight out of your top line so you know straight out of your bottom line as well but mm. it, uh, you know it's also you know when you've when you uh, I think you kind of hinted at it pretty clearly that it helps you you know get up and get started every day because it, it gives you know it does it's a it's a business doing some good and you know I assume that sustains you and your wife beyond perhaps a normal business that just does what it does purely for money yeah yeah, definitely. Um, you got to you got to you know have some of both, but yeah, I yeah I figure that there's a there's an extra for even for staff to say, well, we're doing something good here, as you said, business can be for good. No, for sure, um, yeah. and yeah, we, we have a, a great team of staff, and I I yeah I think they all enjoy working with us, and um, yeah, I think that's just you know part of the culture that we 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 create. Yeah, no, well, it, it had a really you know fantastic vibe and it was a great coffee I, you know that's why we got you know we got chatting so let if we can start to this was your first business and you know you you started it and so it's a it's a big leap what what have yep. been what have been the the biggest challenges you've had so far and and how have you gone about dealing with the challenges 
<sighs> biggest challenges. Um, I mean, it's hard not to focus on uh, the last two years, really, and COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's definitely been a yeah big challenge. Um, but yeah, I know COVID's just like so front of mind. But if, if you try maybe go back six or eight years, like the you started yeah. roast, roasting in the bedroom, yeah, and then you, it's like a tech startup. You know, we're in the yeah. bedroom. So to go from buying your own equipment to then starting mm. a retail business, like that's yeah, you know, that's a fairly yeah, yeah. It's it's probably actually just been uh, getting the traction um, and the market share really. Uh, without, I guess, we're, yeah, we've had a very organic growth. We haven't really, you know, pumped money into to marketing and advertising and all that kind of stuff. So um, pretty much in everything we've done, it's very much been organic and um, just about, you know, slowly building up the customer base and, uh, you know, word of mouth and, and that kind of stuff. That's probably just because I'm not really passionate about marketing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We started started to 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 really delve into that a bit more, and um, you know, engage some some professionals and stuff in that area. Okay, that's a big a big you know next step, isn't it? You know, to yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it, yeah. It's probably just been that that growth, and and maybe sometimes being frustrated by the slowness of of the growth, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, just sort of being like, oh, this is, you know, it's taking forever. Come on, like, yeah, let's we're just doing, go already. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good, but we're doing good a bit too slowly for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But yeah. I, I think you, um, the, the, the person that introduced us, you know, was um, I, I think you've, you have maybe used, you've taken the initiative to, to have mentors or, or you know, is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that, that's one of the things you've, you know, it struck me that you've, you know, you've, you've asked questions of people and you've sought yeah, support. Yeah. Um, so, yes, our, our mutual friend Michael, um, uh, yeah, sort of probably a few years ago, um, uh, just asked him, though, he, he runs a, you know, an amazing and very successful and also very ethical uh, business um, in a very different sector. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, just wanted to, I guess, learn from him and so, yeah, sought, sought him out to, um, uh, I guess, yeah, just kind of mentor me and and so, you know, um, asked if we could, you know, meet up once a, once a fortnight or once a month or, or whatever and, and, yeah, and so we, yeah, we, as, as much as possible, he, he's very busy um, but, yeah, he does carve out a bit of time for me just to, yeah, we just kind of chat and, and talk business and talk life and, um, yeah, it's quite, yeah, inspiring, I guess. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good to have. Good to have him as a mentor, and yeah, I, yeah, have have a few different mentors around the place actually, which is right. Nice. Yeah. Look, it, it's um, you know, the however you cut it when you when you start a business, or even if you go and buy one, there's there's usually one or two. You know, you with with you know with your wife do this, but it's still there are things that come up that you just need to ask someone about. Yeah. To, to talk to someone about, you know, a good mentor or, or a few mentors is, you know, I think is an incredibly um, important thing to do to sustain you, you know, because the business kind of is heavily dependent on, you know, one or two individuals and got to, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what, um, 
I think I read also that there was some local support. Was there? There was. I mean, there seems to be. Was it camp? Uh, there's a. Maybe it was a, a seminar or something. You, you know, you, uh, innovation network that Canberra Innovation yep. Network. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, we actually. Um, uh, so yeah, we did sort of uh, feature at a or the Canberra Innovation Network showcase. Must have been last year. I mean, year before. I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah. It seems <laughs> such a blur. The last couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was which was quite good, and um, uh, to actually uh, had been a part of a uh, a course um, called Grist, which was is run by the Mill House in Canberra, um, and they are in turn supported. They're, they're supported by the Canberra Innovation Network. Yeah. Um, and so that that course was a, a social enterprise. Oh, okay. Um, That's yeah. I guess it was aimed at startups, um, social yeah. enterprise startups. Of course, we were well into the journey, but um, yeah, it was very helpful for us to yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess help with some language and stuff around you know what it is that we do. Yeah, it's another form of external support, and there's been there's been a fair bit of it around, particularly mm. the last few years, and so it's um, it's got to you know to take the time to yeah you know to find out and and, and absorb. You know, there's a lot of you know, as you say, uh, business. There's a lot of good people that want to see businesses um, prosper. So, yeah. so we we roll forward um, now. What what's the um, the outlook for the next few years f- for the businesses? <sighs> um, well, I'm actually trying to in the process of really trying to uh, separate out the two businesses a bit more to get a bit of better insight into uh, how each one is is kind of running. Uh, separately, um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess um, you know, I'm, I'm a sole trader actually still, and and running both. I guess so. Really, they're both you know two brands I'm running um, under. But my, they're all mingled to, as a financial yeah <laughs> entity. They're mingled together, and absolutely, yeah. You started to think about you know this organic thing got away on me, and it's now it's like two in one. Yeah, it, it happens so it happens so much. Yeah, yeah. You need to take stock and say, well. You know, uh, you know, it's, they're, they're they're different kinds of businesses as well, right? They grow at different rates, and they need different yeah, kinds of yeah. employees, and yeah, yeah. So, it's a question of you know, what am I? You know, who? Yeah, you know, what yeah, kind of business yeah. do we want to be? And, and I guess also, I mean, cause we, you know, also had the opportunity when we uh, took on. So yeah, we started the, the cafe with our with our business partners uh, nearly six years ago now, um, and then um, uh, bought out. Uh, the, the other business partners at the beginning of 2021. Um, uh, so they were just, you know, ready to move on and, and have real jobs and that kind of thing. And, of course, we've done a year of COVID and, uh, yeah, it was definitely hard. So, um, uh, yeah, we, we took on the, the, the whole cafe um, and, yeah, had the opportunity then, I guess, to to brand it all as 6-8 Coffee Roasters and it just be one thing. But, yeah, just had a... a the, the, I guess, idea that um, Six Eight Coffee was still a very exportable uh, brand, um, whereas Trader and Co was the that's, uh, our cafe is, is our local kind of yeah. brand. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm not thinking export as in international export, but just you know, we can we can Scalable. export our coffee around Australia. Yeah, um, you can go online. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, whereas I'm not I'm not wanting to franchise Trader and Co. It's it is very much a mm. uh, you know a local cafe, um, 
and yeah, yeah, it's very, you know, it's very much part of our community. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so I guess that was part of also the, you know, wanting to just get a bit bit better clarity on on what each business is doing. Um, you know, Six Eight Coffee is able to you know be exported into other cafes and um, be uh, yeah, you know, used in other cafes and venues and things like that. Whereas Trader and Co is the yeah, you know, the place to come and to hang out and its community and it's all those things. So no, it's a, it's a it's an evolution right there where you know you you do ask the question you know and and it should be asked on a regular basis. What you know for you it can look like your business, but typically that and I look at them from an external pers- perspective. There's two, maybe three, sometimes business units and. And and you've got to be you're going to be clear about you know where, what your objectives are and um, you know where you spend your energy where you spend your money and 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 it can get kind of you can get away on you when you when you've got um, yeah so sort of a hectic retail business you know it's it's I'm sure it's busy in both but they're different kinds of busy and so yeah where you want to and also where you want to see your um, most impact longer term might you know as you say to be able to scale and um grow a you know a, a roasting and, a, and you know then a an e-commerce or an online business um so that, that's um it's look been a really um great great chat daniel uh to to just hear another entrepreneur you know has um gone out there and started it with with a with a very clear purpose you know which is dual purpose build a good business that's scalable and saleable but also you know along the way do good so i really um uh it's a, it's a fantastic thing you've done and you know good luck as you go you know on the next um whatever you do next um do you just want to um shout out a little bit about you know the the websites or whatever you'd like to about the two businesses and and then um yeah uh well yeah trader and co uh our cafe is in is in yas um uh, our, our socials, our, our handle is uh, Trader A and D Co. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd love it if you came and visit us in Yas. Um, and yeah, our coffee brand, Six Eight Coffee Roasters. Uh, our social handles are six. Uh, so the word six, the number eight, coffee. Um, and then our yeah website is six eight coffee dot com. Um, so yeah, love it if you uh, support us. And yeah, thanks for. Thanks for listening. Well, as I said, it's great to have you on, Daniel. Thank you so much for your time and, and go well. Cheers. Thanks, Michael. So that's all for today's episode of Small Business Banter. I continue to be inspired bringing you small business experts and other small business owners and hearing their stories. If you want to listen to any past episode, jump onto your podcast platform of choice and search Small Business Banter. There you will find a diverse and fascinating collection of small business owners and experts openly discussing and sharing their experiences. For any of the links, resources, or information we've talked about on the show today, or to contact me, please head over to smallbusinessbanter.com, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And it would be great to have you tune in the same time next week for another episode of Small Business Banter.